Welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. So glad you could be here today. For the next few podcasts, we are going to examine what a Baptist is and some of our history, which is very important for us to know and to recall because we're not going to hear it in any kind of secular history class. Um, We need to know it. It's important uh, for us to know the history of Baptist, if we're going to be a Baptist, and know the distinctives of it. So on April 11th in 1612, a fellow by the name of Edward Reitman was burned at the stake in that Litchfield, England, for declaring that the baptism of infants was an abominable custom, accordingly to the records. Uh, his death was the last execution of someone in England for being a Baptist. So today the name Baptist has been given many names, unfortunately, uh, many meanings, I should say. Uh, Historical Baptists have been evangelical Christians holding to the basic truths of the Christian faith and then the following six doctrines. And as we go through these podcasts, we'll see that these are absolutely within the Word of God. These are not add-ons, okay? So the Bible as a sole authority of faith and practice independent autonomous churches, regenerated uh, church membership, baptism by immersion of believers only, Lord's Supper as a two ordinance to the church, uh, priesthood of all believers, and soul liberty, and separation of church and state. These are known as the Baptist distinctives. Our Baptist ancestors, uh, having been men and women of great courage and devotion to the word of God, held to these things now as we go through this we see we will see uh, that they weren't always called baptists but they held to these fundamental truths so the the fundamental baptist distinctives uh is the doctrine that the bible the very first one is the bible is the christian sole authority for faith and practice all other doctrines and baptist distinctives they rest on that that's a foundational truth Okay, that, that it, we build out from that. So historical Baptists believe in the verbal plenary inspiration of the Old and New Testament. They believe the entire Bible is a revelation from God, infallible, inerrant, God's written word to man. So this is describes some of those words I just mentioned. So verbal inspiration means that the Holy Ghost guided and controlled the man whom he used to author scripture and not only ideas that they wrote, but the very words came from God. So he directed each individual to, to write his word. Uh, plenary inspiration means that the entire Bible is the word of God. Every part of the Bible is equally inspired. And the scriptures that we have now are of God's intended revelation. No further revelation is necessary until Christ returns. The Bible doesn't just contain parts of the word of God. It is the word of God. So infallible means that every guideline, you know, it's true. It's not error. It's true. Uh, None of God's instructions for us today are a mistake. Neither are they outdated or they need to be set aside. That's a trend in Baptist circles, unfortunately, and other circles as well. Inerrancy means that God has kept the scriptures from error. Every statement in the scriptures can be trusted entirely. And here's a few verses that support that. Second Timothy 3.16, All scripture is given by inspiration of God, as prophet for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, 
that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. And in 1 Peter uh, chapter 1, verse number 23, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Uh, for all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. Grass withereth, and the flower fadeth, thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever, and this is the word by which the gospel is preached unto you. So that's just some verses backing up those things that we uh, just talked about by uh, soul authority. So Baptists teach that the scripture is a soul authority for faith and practice. Uh, many who hold a view of full inspiration will say the Bible is the final authority. This means that they accept the Bible as inspired and that nothing may contradict the scriptures, but there may be other spiritual authorities. I'm going to give you a couple examples here now. So the charismatic movement has a, a great uh, desire for additional revelation from God. Okay, um, And then I think of uh, the Roman Catholic Church, tradition. That's a big thing, right? Uh, church history, our prominent spiritual leader, if they said something that they think is really important that needs to be added. So Baptists do not accept the concept of additional revelation or human tradition or history of spiritual authorities who have said things in the past. God has given us all we need within the Bible, the sole authority of Scripture. Scriptures teach that God has given us legitimate human authority uh, and they control certain areas of our lives. Um, just recently in our own church services, I referred to Romans uh, 13, 1-7, 1 Peter 2, uh, 13, 16, and they give us examples. So pastors have authority. Civil government have authority. Husbands have authority. Parents have authority. Employers have authority. Their authority is real and biblical, but it is limited. It's not overcasting everything else. Uh, so just so you know that there is authorities in our lives and that God has ordained them. Um, the doctrine of soul authority gives us uh, the responsibility of discovering and knowing what the Bible says, the truth that's contained within the Bible. Okay, so we need to know it. Another core distinctive is the independent autonomous local church. Uh, from the Word of God, we see local churches settled their own problems. So in Acts chapter 6, there was a problem in the church. The church needed deacons, servants, to help take care of those within the congregation. Each church has an, a responsibility to choose an obligation, you could say that too, uh, the best policies and then their leadership for carrying out the duties that we see contained within the Word of God. The pastor has the responsibility of the over-shepherd or under-shepherd of, of the shepherd himself, but the overview to uh, see it carried out and you know do tasks himself. So obviously there's the preaching and, and shepherding. That's a whole task in itself. But the idea is as well that the responsibility see that the church is headed in the right direction, the overview. Uh, in the book of Hebrews, God commands us to remember them which have the rule over you. Uh, that's in Hebrews 13.7 and, and verse 17, just a little bit later in that portage, uh, uh, portion of Scripture. Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves. That's referring to the pastor of the local church. The Scriptures mention two offices within, within the church. 
the pastor, who's also called bishop and elder in the scriptures, and then deacon. So pastor and deacons. And deacons are special servants of the church whose job it is to serve the church. They're servants. I mean, that's, that's what it is. Acts 6 talks about it. 1 Timothy 3, 8-13 give us the qualifications for uh, those men. And, and, and for qualifications of pastor and the treatment of the pastor. That's numerous portions of scriptures talk about that. Ephesians chapter 4, 1 Thessalonians 5, and then uh, 1 Timothy 3 again. The concept of uh, regenerated church membership is one uh, that very few groups actually take uh, outside of the Baptist, who we hold on to as one of our distinctives. The book of Acts makes it uh, crystal clear that those who believe were to be baptized and added to the church, Acts chapter 2, verse 41. And then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day were added unto them about three thousand souls all right so we we looked at a couple or we're starting on the third one here now a distinctive so we're going to pause there in this podcast and we'll dive into that a little bit more and going forward Uh, so we'll look forward to that and folks never stop exploring the word